Hi, everyone. Welcome to Path to Glory, a Warhammer Underworlds podcast that focuses on competitive gaming, player development, and community growth. I'm your host, Amon, and today we're continuing our Warband Wisdom series with the Iron Skulls boys, and my guest today is Tim Greaves. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome. It's a pleasure to be on here. Yeah, absolutely. We've, uh, at least I've, I've heard a lot of great things about you from the community, and I've seen your success online. And um, uh, Rob from Agents of Sigmar, you know, threw a nod your way. So I figured, uh, who better to get on the show? <laughs> that's good. That's good. So um, if you aren't familiar with Tim, then um, I guess today we're discussing Iron Skull's boys. Uh, Tim has had a lot of success with the Warband, and uh, he'll be sharing his secrets on the Warband and uh, how, again, we can continue to improve our play and kind of dissect them in today's meta. Uh, but before we get into that, I've got a couple of guest questions for you, Tim. Starting off, how okay. long have you been wargaming? Um, I started, I think, roughly about maybe age of 10 to 11. I went to a boarding school um, roughly that age. And one of my old good friends, Dunstan, used to disappear to a club every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I asked him what it was. He said, oh, it was a dude oh models we roll dice and so on and so forth so i pop along um the care worker who was in charge of that was called neil so i had had i wondering what it was had a looked and it was the playing warhammer i think it was the old box set with little men and betonians you can get the starting set so mm-hmm. that's how far it was going back wow. i really got into i really got into it so it i followed from there i think i got some little men but really didn't know how to play fancy that well because how, how young I was, I was. I got into Imperial Guard, but again, I was quite young, so I didn't know how they would work. But then I got into when Lord Rings came out, I really got into that and mm-hmm. didn't, uh, really enjoyed that. I think my local games workshop used to do a lot of competitions there, so I played a lot of Rings for a long while. Then I got into back into fancy and 40k with Black Templars, um, Betonians, myself then Orcs and Goblins for Fancy, and Imperial, um, Imperial Guard, and Inquisitors. Wow. And then I have got in Bolt Action, Flame of War, and also um, I'm a big LARPA as well, so I'm <laughs> a big... I've been doing stuff like that all my life, and RP and play board games, so that's what mostly, that's most of what I do in my spare time mostly these days. That's awesome. Uh, it seems like you've been all over uh, the gauntlet in, in regards to um, a lot of the games at Games Workshop. I think um, I, I got in at the age of 10, so I think that's a sweet spot. Um, did you have a, a favorite out of all the armies or, or factions that you played with? Um, you mentioned Lord of the Rings. Is it perhaps one of the Lord of the Rings factions? I was a Rohan player. Oh, nice. I love, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I love the Throne Spears. And then my friend Will, who I used to go with, they used to do double uh, double tournaments. So you have Rise as well, hand with Force riding on the back, getting in combat. It's quite a lethal pair, I can say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I actually just bought a bunch of Rohan. I, I, I Lord of the Rings is probably one of my favorite uh, movie series, if not movies, period. And um, I just bought um, a ton of Riders of Rohan, Theoden. All the, 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 the three hunters mounted. Just everything mounted I could probably get, I got. And their foot versions as well, so I'm pretty excited. I do I, I do miss the game, but I know my local area, nobody plays it. 
So I don't, I haven't, won't get any more from it. Right. But I think my favourite army, army or people I collected has to be my Black Templars. Oh, nice. You know, you're the second person um, on this series that I've interviewed who's, whose favourite is Black Templars. I think Jimmy... Malini, who we did the yeah, Garrett so Reavers episode. Yeah, I have listened to um, that broadcast already. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's interesting. I started with Blood Angels. I think they've always been my favorite. But also, I love the color red. So, Okay, cool. Well, how long have you been playing Warhammer Underworlds? I started uh, with um, Shakespeare. Uh, Shakespeare. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I got into, because my local game store, The Hobbit Hole, um, posted something online saying we're going to start doing this if anybody interested pop down and i looked at it it was games workshop i stopped playing 40k and fancy with everything that's going on and i started looking it up online watching people playing online and i thought oh this looked quite interesting to me uh i got the starter set skaven and orcs and i joined in between when um Skaven and Chosen Axes came out um, for about a couple months just before, uh, but before uh, Fast Riders and their themes came out. So mm-hmm. I got it um, in mid uh, between them two. So you I got started. to play in the uh, notorious Great Concussion Quick Thinker meta. Uh, yes, I did. Um, I did. Yes. But, I don't didn't mind Great Cousin because it didn't bother me. It was then um, Great Thinker was a pain, but I can't talk. I think that was in my deck as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I love Great Concussion. I played Far Striders, so it was a it was a fun time. So, um, what do you enjoy most about Warhammer Underworld? It seems like once you got in around that time, you you've stayed consistent. I am a really big fan of turn-based strategy games. I used to be a very big Imperial Assault player, and that's quite similar to um, Underworld by Miles, but different mechanics. Mm-hmm. And um, But this was a lot easier to get to and play games. Um, and I more enjoy making decks if, uh, if, it, if I can make something up. I love having models and dice, and it's everything what I want in a game. I can't ask for more, really. That's yeah. That's best way I can put it. It's just it hits every notch. I I completely agree. I I know exactly that feeling. It hits. It just hits all the edges. Um, or scratches all the edges, really. So it's uh it's a great yeah. great game. Are there any special achievements that you're currently proud of in in the world of Warhammer Underworlds? Um yes. In last October, at the last Grand Class, I came twelfth. Sadly, nice. I made arrangements to do something that night so i dropped out <laughs> um but i didn't know at that time they were doing two days of fence so mm-hmm. looking back i would cancel another thing and carried on playing that <laughs> yeah annoyed some of my friends um i wish i could carry on because coming 12 in um and definitely when it, um with beast grave and um um season three coming that doing that well i think i got a plus like 40 or 50 glory on top of wow. that so i just did really well i was so happy i paid a couple of really good players um and 
and I think a lot of people were surprised how well I did and I from from then a lot of people noticed myself how good I was and people then slowly goes oh you're the orc player aren't you slowly <laughs> that's awesome and so I'm, I'm assuming you did play orcs then during that grand clash yes awesome I came for I came 12 of orcs yeah that's awesome that's, that, that's actually quite an achievement <laughs> the best way to do it yeah absolutely okay well we'll definitely get into those strategies and and um uh you know your particular skill set in a moment um just a couple more questions just trying to understand uh and introduce yourself to to our listeners who may not necessarily be familiar with your work um are you working on anything game or hobby wise related right now or is it i have just recently bought some empire gunsmen and i'm going to convert them into um empire profiteers um uh, uh, more bands very nice i'm just waiting them to come on i'm going to start that uh, i got a old engineer um chief engineer one of the metal mod old metal models you can use for empire i got one of them got him for my as i can't remember as the main leader i'm just waiting Thundering. to get the rest to start converting um and do that i have done quite a few conversion ready i have my orcs are converted from the bigger orcs so they're not mm-hmm. the little or black orc they're the bigger ones from my um for my goals I converted a God Swarm army to a Sapphic Orc uh, warband, and I have a Y Hunt um, converting to Betonians. Very so nice. I like to um, choose warbands I like and then convert them to something I like to play. Um, I'm quite happy how well they're doing, and I've seen the properties is my next um, thing I want to do really much. Yeah. If you haven't already, you should actually upload the pictures of your images to Well of Power. I know that Jonathan's got a uh, a gallery going up there. I'd love to see your work. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. I know it's up there. It's like I just put some on there. I need to do this. I need to do this because they are good. Um, yeah. I like. I should show them off more. Cause people would, I say, enjoy um, them a lot more and hide them away <laughs> yeah. on my shelf somewhere. No, I would. I would love to see that. Um, and then lastly, um, last question for you before we get into the warband questions is, what do you like playing about the Iron Skulls Boys warband in particular? I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be too detailed of an answer, but uh, what attracts you to the Iron Skulls Boys? Is it because they're orcs, or is it maybe yeah, uh, playing on hard mode? We like orcs. Uh, yeah, I like um, orcs. And uh, anyway, I like they like going up to smash things in the faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like to play something that's not what everybody else will play um i know if i can play grimwatts or the curse breakers i think i know i can do really well with them but so many other people can play them and can do well with them i want to challenge myself and even if i do win a grand class with orcs it's a big huge achievement i maybe would never will but it's something that I can look forward to try a different warband than every else than what everybody else is doing. So yes, I like playing on what you're saying on hard mode. I like to have a challenge. That's awesome. I, I really hope that one day you do win a grand clash with Iron Skulls Boys. I think not only would that be an amazing achievement for yourself as a fan of the faction and the warband, but I think it would just make waves online. You know, so um, that's really cool. I, I hope that you achieve your goals. Thank you. I do as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, now that we've kind of got a background on, on you know, your mentality in regards to Warhammer Underworlds and 
why you like the orcs, let's just jump into the warband. Um, so in your words, could you give a brief description of each fighter and their role in the warband? Okay. Uh, I'll start with the leader, Gertak. To my opinion, Gertak is one of the best fighters that isn't in, uh, inspired from the get-go. Five wounds, two smashes, three damage. Everybody's scared of him and people are worried and that and he is fissy just the brute brute tank of the warband. That's what he is. He's the big heavy hitter. And um you can uh one shots nearly half the models minus anything that's I would say goes up to about five um up to I think a one shot a person with six wounds once with the white white upgrades. So he fissy is your heavy hitter and your tank of the group so you he can take like damage but you have to watch his health and don't do anything stupid with him i would mm-hmm. say so you don't activate him like the first couple times um maybe the third or fourth activation then hopefully i'll get something like special wings or something to move him up and then hit something i know that is quite okay he's quite a big car quite important or he's a threat i go and smack him and hopefully the dice gods were on my start and i do get the kill um right. so that's what um that's what i would say gersh he's this you're just your berserker tank that's what he does right kind of like um, a bruiser yeah he's a i also yeah bruiser um i don't mind when he expired he's uh, he's boss ch- uh, choppers is really useful mm-hmm. but i don't try to um get uh, i don't if I find a way to expire, expire him, I don't do it first. I would try to do the other three first than anything else. It sounds a bit weird, but I like him with four, five, stay with five wounds. That makes a lot of difference. Right. So I don't go for him for lethal hexes like I know a couple of people do sometimes to expire mm-hmm. him or get, um, what's that called? Um, what's that? City, um, um, cancel at risk when you go for a lethal hex and you score a glory. Yeah, uh, I know a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people um, use that on him, but I, it's not my cup of tea. I think right. I prefer him to save wounds. Well, the changes um, to Beast Grave also made it to where you can't charge, take the damage, inspire, and then hit with your inspired profile. You actually now inspire yeah, after was, the charge. So, yeah, I mean, it actually it. makes that, that was, strategy weaker. Yes, it, it does. It, they did took a big hit after that sadly but it still can work out next time if you get the right cards and you can do other stuff with them um bone cutter i would say he is a all-rounder uh, okay um, um model um four runes uh one shield two smashes two damage his fisty is a very good basic level um i would say um or second command or for any war band um, he, I say, he's just a genetic good all-round fighter. Um, so some people forget that when he does expire, he has free damage. And some people have, I got quite a few people off guard running in there, smacking mm-hmm. something for free damage, and they completely forgot about that. Um, so I'm using sometimes as a decoy or as bait because he's not hacker or basher but he's not gersack so a lot of people will come forward and go for him so it does sometimes pay off him and using his bait um so that's what i use him for most of the time but he's a all-around good fighter 
Makes sense. Um, I'll go on Basher. My opinion, he's the most rubbish one out the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> he um, does look pretty cool, though, with his big uh, maces. I have to say, he, um, with, I love his face. I Out of all the... Um, of my converted uh, iron skulls, I kept his face and put it on my new one because I liked it that much. Mm-hmm. I do like his face. Uh, that's the only good thing about him. Um, hack and, I would put Hack and Batter. They're both rubbish when they're not inspired. They are rubbish. They are so bad. Um, but when you do get them up great um, aspired, they do make a lot of difference. And a lot of people sometimes don't pay attention um, when they do it, it's by find, find their own free dice to damage. But in the right time, right place, you can kill still four wound uh, warbands. Um, my last trophy one, um, Hacker ran up against one, uh, I don't know which curse breaker I, I ran up, done two damage to her, pushed back to leave a hex, played trip pit trap, and that was in the, um, the first round. So he lost one against Hacker. Wow. So random did not saw it coming. Um, Hacker also is quite good because he's got cleave, and that's a big thing. Um, score me mostly Watama, and um, that little big small threat does make a little difference. Um, Basher knockback one. I don't. If you still get crit, I sometimes don't even bother. Sometimes you're using it. Uh, so Hacker is obviously sometimes the hidden gem from the back when he gets inspired he's the one i do um go through lever haste and score cancer rate risk mostly nearly eight at least about 75 percent of time to get him upgraded so he's has that extra damage that extra um, ditro basher is um somewhere in the background or or somewhere up front so he, he's sometimes i again use him as bait okay but, yeah Basher is my um out all of them don't care the most <laughs> right well let's talk about which one's your favorite i think i know the answer to this already but we know bash is your least favorite but who's your most favorite um, and and why ha- yeah has to be Gershak. he's the number one hitter uh, he's fun i said already people were scared of him and it's funny that people's like okay i need to watch it and so many people still forget he has five wounds not four Mm-hmm. And um, he can just dis out damage so much. Um, and um, the and the model and the basic Games Workshop model is really uh, nice as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a great he's a great looking I, model, very dynamic. I like mine more, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I but, keep uh, saying you got to get these uh, pictures I, up. I will. I will. Um, but yeah, but the weird thing is, out of all of them, I like Bash's head, uh, face the most. Right. Uh, that weird. That's the weirdest thing. Well, it it is it is unique. But um, okay, cool. So you know, figured it was Gorzag. He's the biggest and the baddest. Uh, what do you think are the Warband's strengths when it comes to the Iron Skulls, boys? It sounds quite weird. When I've been playing opponents, definitely um, lately, a lot of people have, have underrated them and myself and they go oh i'm fighting orcs this is the easy fight mm-hmm. wrong so i take a lot of people off guard definitely the first round mm-hmm. and um 
it's really useful because they lay back and I would do this and they realise halfway through turn two uh, or the first or the first uh, or the first game um, they're realising I'm hitting hard I'm getting glory and they're not killing my orcs because they're underrating them and thought this is going to be a easy go and I've had a lot of points from that Um, and I had some people who I played with uh, I was I don't know his comrade's name but he was a uh, peer person on beats at the grand class and he said he said that I thought it would be an easy match but you walk over me because he let his guard down and Poverty's are one of the one of war bands I'm pet I do not like to come across. Right. Um, so that is a a advantage, so I say. Um, I say that advantage is the health having three models of four or one model of five. The high health models does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely regret it having five. That extra one wound does make a difference. Um, I have some people put so much damage on uh, a model, running, smacking. Oh, I do four, he's dead. Um, no, he's got one wound left. Oh, my turn, I'll smack you back, then I can mm-hmm. kill you. And it's at any time my opponent can ask, can I look at your cards? I'm not going to say no, but a lot of people forget because they're older warband, people forget what they can do, and also a lot of people forget what car, what, um, what um, what cards orcs can take as well right. so some people get the, uh, the genetic orc cards because nobody plays them anymore um, and forgets about them so when I bring something unusual out and you're like what's that oh it does this oh that's not that sounds not fun so and so right. forth um, I said um, if you when you start putting uh, like a couple extra damage on them or extra dice on them um, like Haymaker or Spire Attack, when they get a couple more dice rolls and a, um, a couple more damage, they can really run in and mostly one shot nearly most models across the board. Um, I think I got uh, maybe about three strength upgrades in my deck. Um, I got Great Strength, uh, Sting of the Ugmud and Glory Seeker, so I got three strength, uh, plus one strength to my um, to my uh, to my orc. So. Mm-hmm. So I prepared for um do like, hopefully do a like, big damage like a not at, like a alpha strike but maybe in the second round when I get a couple of upgrades on them and and um, it can play off. Okay. Um, I think the so yes um, so yeah extra wounds being underrated and um, having the high damage when they are like, all of them inspired it does make a difference. Right, and, and that also coupled with the fact that Gerzag is probably one of the best fighters, uninspired at least in the game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I really, my favorite part about that is that, you know, a lot of people are just not taking them seriously. I've played orcs in the past uh, in events and in grand clashes, and I think one of the biggest things is, I, I think everyone goes through that, oh, it's orcs, this should I should win this one, right? Um, at, le- at the very least. Um, but, you know, I always respect the power of Gerzag. I that's one thing that I've learned very early in my Shadespire career uh, was that don't disrespect Gerzag because he will make you regret it. And so even when I'm playing against Iron Skull's boys in any sort of competitive environment, I am fortunate that I don't make the mistake that most of your opponents seem to be making and that they're thinking you're an easy win. 
And I guess when you couple with that and the fact that, A, you're very familiar with the warband, but you're also a good player, uh, means that it usually ends up in your advantage. So um, that's actually one of my favorite parts about your answer is that one of their strengths is that people think they're they're bad, but they're really not if you invest the right time, which is cool. I won't say they're bad. They're just, I would say they're difficult and outdated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think bit. that's a better way to put it, for um, sure. Um, out, um, it's that's the only problem with them. Wait, see what the new orcs will be like. Hopefully, they won't be too bad. But it's, it's only one thing I don't like about the new orcs: they got three, not four. I think four is the magic number. Well, hopefully, the uh, the Morgox crushes can uh, surprise you and inspire you in other ways. That's but for fine. now, <laughs> yeah. But for now, let's focus on on uh, their predecessors. So the boys. Um, so we've got we've talked about their strengths, and I think you know you did a fantastic job of highlighting some of those. What are some of their weaknesses? They're slow. They are really slow. They only move three. All of them cross the board. If someone um, uh, long boards you, I have had that happen with um, with a curse breaker player who was really good. It took me two whole turns to get um, to run down there. So my, in the third turn, that's the time I got in combat. And um, so for two old things, he was racking up some glory, and I'm there running, sprinting across the board, trying to get um, to get up to him. It was a very close game because when I got in, I did, I hit hard, and he won nine to eight. So, but a long board is always scary to orcs. Um, full stop. That's one thing you do not want to see is a long board um, against like curse breakers or um, I would say profiteers. Anything with a big warband, like I would say Grimwatt or the Purple Guard, if the long board you, is not that big a deal because it's they still got quite a lot and they've got everything on a starting hex, so you still can get in range, so it's not as bad. Um, so be long board and I would say um, off board as well when people put a lot of um, lever hexes in the way as well. That's what you don't want because. Most people will know, most people play Orcs as a aggro deck and will run at you, and so most people will put um, um, lever hexes in your path so you take one damage, so it makes yourself easier to get killed. Right, right. Would you say that in addition to them being slow and uh, sometimes getting non-favorable board setups, one of their weaknesses is that Hack and Bash only do one damage off the bat? Yeah. Oh. Oh. God. Yes. Completely forgot about that. I, I think I just showed Newstone doing one damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the only problem uh, with them too. It's orcs. I spent a bit more. Um, definitely high damage. Def, definitely like the difference of all three. Okay. Uh, all four orcs. How different between Ghost Bonecutter and Hack and Basher is. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely they shouldn't. Um, this should be maybe least maybe not fury but maybe smash two smashes one damage or something and um enough annoying thing is they'll all have one shield even when they get aspire um inspired and i think some of them maybe should get two or something more when they get in some of them like bone cutter and gerset when they get inspired they don't get a lot hack uh basher as i bone cutter gets plus one damage and then Gersat only gets um, a reroll and nothing else. Then mm-hmm. like um, 
the poverty they get plus one wound maybe plus one dice plus one damage so they get like so much more when they get inspired so it's worth them getting inspired or um safe when he gets inspired he he has a siphon attack plus a defense um and does more damage and does more damage as well so the difference from him as a leader is quite a lot then um Goethe gets a a simple reroll. I know he's quite nasty. I tell the truth, I prefer that extra defense than that than that extra reroll. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, I guess they're orcs, right? So they like uh, they like charging and and swinging away and don't really care too much about uh, bodily injuries. So I guess it makes sense no. thematically, but from a mechanical perspective, I do see how it can be perceived as a as a weakness. And so, uh, cool. So just to summarize. Um, one block, low damage from half the warband, ill-favorable board setups, feeling a bit dated at times. So yes, that we're out. Cool, cool. Now that we've gone over what makes them powerful and then what kind of holds them back in certain situations, what strategies or play styles do you find naturally successful with Iron Skulls boys? And are there any alternate ways to play them? I would say the normal one is. Being aggro, that is what they're built for. Every knows what orcs do. Um, they are very good aggro warband, but I have played them as a um, um, objective holders as well. Um, they can be quite nasty and quite hard sometimes to get them off the objective or be annoying because you've got four of them, so you've got a good number. And if you put Cypher and um, a couple gas tokens now or Cypher and uh, Survivor Instinct and you put a Gershat on a um, objective, is definitely winning against like, a, a Grimwatch player. It's going to take a couple, two to three hits to even kill him off and um, even get him off if your die throw goes well. Um, I, um, I haven't done it, only done it once and I did really well, um, did really well and, um, and I took my opponent quite surprise because he thought i was gonna be aggro and i just went oh, i got my chips instead and um it's really good for like um uh, the bugman skirmish or the skirmish the next day if you don't get pop, top 16 because mm-hmm. there's only they only won, uh, won games it can surprise people it's like oh you're doing that i need to you know, run in and hit you before you get a lot of um quite a lot of glory uh so they do not too bad being um holding objectives for what they are uh, it's just a mountain wound count and like a ghoul, one of those small ghouls you go up, has two wounds, smack it, it dies, and you can step aside into it. It doesn't work with that of orc. Oh, I smack you two down, I'll, I'll push you back. Oh, yeah, but you're right there still. So, oh. so it, you can play them um, that really well. But I think the main is Avro is what they do best. I haven't played them at all um, with... Um, control if anybody has let uh, that'd be nice to know but i have never never tried it to my opinion I, just looking at the war band they will just do horrible with it right yeah i'm trying to think myself on how how you would do control and I, i'm not really seeing anything i mean there are a couple ideas but um maybe that's something to uh, to work on on the side um i i will admit i have fallen uh prey to the double not the double but the supremacy orcs I was at a Grand Clash once, and I was playing Profiteers, and uh, he scored Supremacy on me, and I was first active or first round, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I, I, 
So it is there is a surprise factor associated with it. So um, that is and interesting yeah. that you found success with it. And it's a lot now. There's a lot more better cards for objective warbands like um, the surge when you hold three objectives, you get two glory, mm-hmm. uh, swift captor, captor, and a lot more. So it's a lot more out there to benefit them now to hold it um, to be hold objectives more as well so it can work um and that's something if someone it's nice to um something different to do so you still like or play like um to play um um objective you can play on auction objective and complete completely complete different so um but yeah i wait so yeah i want to try that out, out again definitely with the new um uh, a few lot, uh, a lot of new cards as well, and uh, that's came out. Awesome, yeah. Well, uh, please let us know how that goes. Um, so moving on, what are some of the top? Let's say if you had to pick five faction cards, so Iron Skulls Boys cards that were specific to them. Um, do you have a top five? If if so, what what do you think they are? Like, what do you never leave home without? Okay, I um, class and cleave is upgrade. Um, this fighter attack action glands cleave, mm-hmm. uh, and that can be on Gershak or Bone Cutter. And um, it works for any weapon you have equipped them. So if you've got a bowl, it still counts them having cleave because it says they fight attack action get cleave. So mm-hmm. you equip them with anything, they have cleave, and it's really useful. And it makes Bone Cutter and Gershak different when you get a warband or um, all shield. <sighs> They are not. Definitely, when he comes to Gersat, they don't like going near him because now they need. If I get one hammer, they need crits to block it. So it's uh, and also it helps me to score um, water armor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have to put this in the deck, and it's been so useful so many times. I don't. I always take it without a doubt. Very cool. What are some other ones? Um, um hard head. Um, it's only for Hack and Basher. Uh, when this fighter suffers damage, we do that damage a million to one. Um, it's people have seen that from Alpha Warband with the Wild Hunt and um, Hofgra, who's got one as well. It's has it it does make a difference. This card has saved Hacker or Basher quite a few times. I've, I sometimes forget the, this is on there. It's like, oh, no, he's dead. Oh, no, no, he's not. He's down. He's not one wound left. Now I'll cross the board and kill someone with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a benefit also. I really do like that. And um, just not, uh, minus one damage. Instead of, oh, two damage. Okay, now you're now you're doing one. It does make a difference when someone does four damage. I reduce it to what three. Now you not. Now you don't kill me. So I do like that card so much. And um, I have never... Uh, to pick that out at all right i think that makes a lot of sense um call the wear a really easy um surge cards for um my orcs um make free charges and score this instantly you are more likely going to charge in different round two it's so easy to score so simple and if one you die guys still dies you still score it because you still fifty make free charge action so uh it's a really easy uh good surge for them and it's one um and um 
I do I do score it nearly every time as well. So it's one that um, 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 I think most. I would say that if you play aggressive walks, I would say definitely take this in your deck. Okay. Okay. Do you have a couple uh, more that you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, Cunning, Cunning but brutal. I would say this is one of the best cards in the orc deck full stop. Um, reaction. Play this after friendly fire to move action. That fighter can make an attack, uh, attack action. Um, you cannot play this up during a charge. But this is so good. You can just um, run up and hit something, and you count not count being a, a charge. So you can attack that person again, and that card plays so well with justice defense and je- uh, jealous defense as well. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it does. Um, so you run up, hit someone. Oh, he's down. He's got one wound left. I played. I got jealous defense. I now kill you. Um, it can it is it's really good um cards definitely when um they got um i play that one quite a lot before because i have ranged weapons in my deck i have seeking stone seeking stones and um the non-stone uh, st- uh, stone arrow as well and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. when people are running away from me and that's really good because i can run in put one of my orcs in the middle of the deck Range three, okay. You in the corner? I just keep hitting you with um, seeking stones, and I have killed random models for, with that, and made it somewhat. And it's so annoying. You get one hit, and you've got one dodge, and you need a crit. Um, so it really, I do like, I do like that. I, I think that is one card I always recommend people always taking. I think out all the hard, any of them do take it. It's that I say that must be in all, all um in all, all decks without a doubt right i think that makes sense okay well it sounds like we've got some really uh, cool faction cards um that uh you know you've picked over let's let's move on uh, and let's talk about some of the universal cards that this warband is looking for um what doesn't necessarily have to be specific examples but when you talk about objective cards you know when you're building your objective deck what are the general kinds of cards you're looking for um, I mostly go for um, ones I know I can score quite easy, or um, I the worst thing is I try to go for um, at least three cards in there that can go, score me at least um, two two glory a pair, and um, that's what I look for. So my decks, my glory decks, really quite unusual. Uh, I have two third phase end phase, and I have Nihilate in my deck. <laughs> wow. So my deck's unusual. Um, How often do you score Annihilation? I think the last Grand Class, I think I scored it one, two, uh, the first day about one, two, three, four, six, about maybe three times. Wow. Wow. So it's and um definitely when you've got the right cards and when you wipe everybody out and um, they like if you lock enough kill the green watch but they still got a lot of glory that extra five at the end you can put it down and go yeah that that's good 
um because i got deny on conquer so they're my cards i want to see lars if i score all three that's a big 10 glory down the bottom and that's that's nearly half my glory um on the table there now and people look at it and go, i can't win now because they just see a big 10 and it has hit people um i have won games like that thanks to just that last big 10 glory at the end um I think with surge cards, you want something quite easy and quite able to do to score, like killing easy models, like um, strong start and so on and so forth like that, that you know you can score. Okay, I can do this really quickly and quite easily run in, hit something, score two, three glory. Um, um, that's what I look for. Um, I... Um, try to um have a look what's what most people play and most people play most models now do have two defense dices so that's why i take faithful strike um i said i said i take what armor because i got two i got quite a few ways to get cleave um i have to got i do got keep shopping because this is an aggro deck why i'm not gonna take it um and um i think recently i came across a really old orc card and it says uh, it's called good scrap and i just realized really recently this card is pretty good uh it's for two glory and you score this if three fighters are out of action it doesn't say risk free it could be uh, all three of your one guys you still can score this right and definitely when against big war bands or a very um, two aggro warbands smacking each each other. They are de- if you need to kill three guy or three people need to die in um in the axe facing card uh, phase. I do uh, that is really useful for two glory. So um so I think I take a little bit of risk with some of my uh, objectives cards, but when it goes right, I can score all twenty two glory in my deck and i have done that quite a lot of times definitely with the right wall band um, against the right wall bands that's awesome that makes a lot of sense i'm I'm glad you've been able to find success and i think a lot of the cards in this in this uh, era in beast grave at least what we've seen so far um don't really reward end phase uh, aggro play so uh, you know i i think it is neat that you're digging into um the faction cards because i think good scrap is is a great card i've when I won my glass with orcs uh, last year, I, I I ran that card as well, and I'm it's very be very surprised how often you can score it, or if you really need to, uh, you know, finish one of your fighters off through a lethal hex, and you'll get that two glory. It, it probably net one, but um, at the time it was uh, it's it's at this time at least it's something that's very useful, I think, uh, because you need that glory, and not only are you playing a warband that is light on glory, but you're playing an archetype right now that's light on glory as well. Um, and doesn't really flex too well into objectives. I think you need to focus on one specific line of attack. And so if you really are focusing on the aggro, then I think good scrap and keep shopping are two excellent cards. Completely agree with you there. Um, so Tim, what about what about gambits? What are we looking at when it comes to uh, universal power cards? I, I do have quite a lot of... Um, Plus two dice rolls, um, like, like Haymaker, um, Gavin, and Gate, uh, Inspire Attack, 
and I forgot what one of them is. is uh, when when you or when you models die, you get two extra dice. Uh, yes, I always forget what that one's called. Yeah. Um, I so I have um a lot of uh, able to roll up dice. I have a couple cards that I can attack again as well in my deck, and um, orcs have one extra one. Fine is uh, two of them are fifty fifty, last long and keep um, having a good time. But when it plays out right, it can make a so much difference, and it you charge and kill one person and do it. It plays off, turn around and kill someone, and um, and um, uh, play have a good time. You can kill a second person, and I can say this how I won my last glass with them was all thanks to last lung he killed me I played it got a hammer turned around Gersha smacked um uh, the leader of the uh, curse breakers and killed him nice. and I scored annihilation and denial out of that card he would I think he would want it so <laughs> That's it, awesome. people forget um when he saw it when I rolled it he was like and it, I think the player I know is called Joe. He turned around and goes, I hate you so much, Tim. Because <laughs> he knew what... <laughs> yeah. Because um, he funny. knew I won the game. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah so, that's really cool. And I take a lot of, um, like, um, like Pit Trap, um, Collapse, and um, St. Leaf Award. So it's quite shocking that how many people have two war, war, uh, two health war bounds, go for cancer risk, put them against the edge hegs or onto objective and you just play that and you kill them. It's makes it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. I think, That's I think people are trying that. to maximize their, their actions, right? Scoring multiple things at once and setting up for other turns. So you're able to take and, advantage of that. And, it, and yeah. Uh, and I have a couple cards, I think, Lucky Escape on the newest card, and I think Light Surge as well. Um, that's quite funny. Um, when you have three orcs with one wound each, you use that, you heal them, and then you've got three, three uninjured orcs and three expired orcs, and that's where it... I would say that's where the um, hurts. Um, and movement cards is always important, like Spectral Wings or um, anything else that you can you and want to put in um like um two step is it two step forwards no yeah two steps forward yeah two steps forward or just um a simple push card when so it, it sounds like you've got like everything in there you know you've got a little bit of um positioning uh speed damage reduction damage dealing and accuracy so kind of yeah very varied flexi deck do you ever lean more into one of those than the rest or is it kind of just a healthy mix of everything that you might need healthy, healthy mix. i think you don't know i run a 26 deck card oh wow very interesting <laughs> so, yeah do you have a draw um, engine in there as well like do you have frenzied search no. or no okay no i don't um it has some benefits because you can draw half your cards out, then the next game you can have something completely different. So your opponent has no, um, my opponent has sometimes no idea what I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, oh, you got this, 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 and I start playing something different. He's like, how? And he's like, but you only have like six cards, should have six cards left. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention I've got 26. And they're like, oh, 
so you could can get something completely different. So yeah, um, and um, it's like I get five ejector cards. It's so easy I can do a scrap. I don't care. It, That's so interesting. I uh, guess you're relying more right. on that unpredictability and people underestimating yeah. your warband that you're just kind of throwing so many different things at them in between matches that they're really not sure how to respond. That's so interesting. Mm. It has its good moments and it's bad. If it come, if the cars come out right, it's fantastic. If it comes out wrong, it can go dreadful. <laughs> right. Would you I say that it's a 50-50 split of all right, good, and dreadful, or is it more like extremely varied, or do you see that you're able to make the best use of your hands every game? I I would say about 75 to 25, uh, I, I would say. Um Sometimes I have drawn cards badly and kept it, and sometimes I've bought this round because it depends what glory and uh, what glory I have as well, um, what glory cards I got. So it depends on that. If the valve are bad and I'm, I'm mostly I'm, I'm I'm so screwed is unbelievable. Um, but it's a big risk. But I like the so um, my opponent can't guess what I'm happy next. And I have took some people off guard when I say I got a 26 card deck, and they go, oh, okay, I won't maybe see that. Um, I saw, so I didn't saw half your cards, no. So I might went through like 10 cards altogether. I got another um, 16 in my deck you've not seen, and they can be as horrible and nasty. Right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on then. We're we're gonna just assume that the upgrades are pretty similar in that same respect just because of because of time so you know we've no, got um, probably similar upgrades movement damage reduction damage dealing things like that um so if you could just yeah. give me some ideas on general preferred matchups for these guys what do they like to see i think you alluded to this earlier when it came to objectives or larger warbands you know so that way the board placement isn't as impacting as it is for maybe a three-man warband um, are those the matchups you prefer? No, I think um, it depends on what the free warband is. Um, curse breakers are always not it's a hard match. I can say that right now. They are a hard match to play against. So, but Ripper Swarm, to my opinion, I played them four times. I smushed them. They just poke my orcs, and I can just turn around and hit them really heavy. If they don't get good upgrades, I win. I do really well. And thing to the the despoir uh, the despoirs, I just flatten them every time. And I've played them out good so many games. I've won every single one, and not I have not lost a game to them um, yet at all. Uh, I just if you just aim for the big heavy hitter, they just hit and they just they just hit, die like flies afterwards. Um, goblins again. A good warband I like to play. Sent into Grimwatts, I do like. In a weird Grimwatts can go halfway because they are easy to kill, but they can wrap glory up very quickly. So it's a double handed sword with them sometimes. Um, I haven't played any of the new warbands, um, Nurgle or uh, Hofbrau, so I can't say what how well they will do. Um, but I imagine um, Nurgle would give you a hard time because of the damage reduction. 
it, it, yeah, I think they will. Um, but like enough, I got a lot of little chip cards chipping away next and dice rolls. So hopefully, um, I know who. Um, and like enough, um, is only one of them they can do free damage. So I think rolling them shit, um, they do scare me a little bit. But I want to, I really want to play them and check how well it goes first, really. Sure. Um, but yeah, big war bands are like with free war bands, it depends who they're fighting. Um, but do yeah, you like so thorns? I think no, they're annoying. Right. They can be really easy, but Farcross is one of the most annoying char- um, characters out there with his ability, and the Queen can be horrible when she wants to be. It depends how they play them. If they play an aggro one, that could be quite worrying, but a, um, a Jeps one, I can got more a little bit more chance um, chance of winning. I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to um, board setup. So do you have a preferred board setup strategy or, I mean, obviously, you know, your deployment strategy changes based on matchups, but um, I guess I would assume that you like to just set up in the front and go balls to the wall off the bat. But what are, what are your favorite boards? How do you like to set the guys up? Who do you like to put in the front? Things like that. It, uh, one, it depends who I play against. And I'm really bad because I don't know any of the boards' names. No worries. <laughs> I should um, um work right I, or I should do what john does i think he puts a, um, like a little sticker on each of his boards so he knows what they are mm-hmm. I should, yeah i know a couple that's of people a good that idea. do that um so i should really do something like that um it depends if if i if i know i'm placing the board second i mostly go for up front um and as so um, close up as possible uh if it's a war band i know i can i want them I want to run in quick, like a um, a warband like the Curse Breakers. I want, and sometimes I need to go in there quite fast, or a um, objective warband. Um, if come go second, I look at my boards quite carefully and check. All right, okay, if they definitely against the person play, if they um, long board me, I need more boards, more players at the front, or at least three quite close. So I pay attention to that. If he flips it round. Is it quite long at the front as well? So I do take my time on my board. I don't grab. Oh yeah, that's um, that and that's perfect. That's got loads of boards um, players at the front. I put that down. I do for uh, a player. I do take a good about five, eight, good five minutes. Sometimes to go from the deck. My boards go. No, I don't want that one. No, uh, no, I have that one. Because um, it depends what board they put down, so I do take my time and go through nearly most all the boards and choose which one I want to play. Sure, I think that makes a lot of sense, and um, uh, you know, I think you definitely should uh, be more uh, cognizant of what boards you're picking. And I think there's not one board that rules them all, if you will. And I think uh, being able to take the time to adjust your strategy per your matchup is the most sense. Uh, my personal opinion is that, you know, when playing orcs, you're probably going to take um, the Cataphrane's Reliquary. It's a Shades Fire board. Um, it has a lot yes, of dead. spaces in the front. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's also yeah. the uh, the Amber board, uh, the infamous uh, Molten Shard Pit, where it's got a lot of great 
uh, aggressive starting positions uh, with the lethals in the back as well. So um, I'm sure that you use them a lot uh, when yeah, it comes to your matches. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, from the shakes and uh, boards, I do use the most. Uh, I, th- I think, yeah, the night folk ones, I don't play as much. Uh, and the uh, beef grade ones, I do play sometimes. So, yes, you're correct. Just looking at now, just mind, uh, when you said the names, just popped in my head. So, yeah, yeah. you're correct. Good. Well, I'm glad that, uh, you know, that aggro part of the boards hasn't changed too much. Um, when it comes to, I guess, so let's, let's ask you uh, an interesting question. So if you are talking to someone and they're like, hey, Tim, I want to play Iron Skulls, boys. But, you know, I don't really know anything about them. Um, what are some things that you would ask or inform someone to keep in mind when trying to uh, understand the warband or, or play them for the first time? I will say to people, you've played them first time, be prepared to lose. Um, <laughs> they, it sounds really stupid, but it takes time to get your heads around what how to do well with them because you you can play them and run in and smack stuff but it's sometimes you need to sit back and think all right okay what models who you're playing facing uh, fighting against what models they got left what you got left who's damaged who's easy to get killed who's the biggest threat and so on and so forth um and sometimes hitting certain models is quite well, um, quite good. And it's quite shocking. Sometimes I get rid of the range weapon, a range guys first, because I know they can't run. If I get in and kill them, they can. Uh, I know I, um, I haven't got range weapon running away in circles, shooting me or doing stuff like that. And I know then they got uh, people um, close com- um, hitting me in, in close combat. So sometimes I aim for range weapons people first and people sometimes it's like what do look at me weirdly why aim for um the archer first i have my my sense behind it um then i'll um then get and get rid of ones or if i see people don't put already charged i don't go for them i go for ones that haven't and i think you should do that because you kill them they have less models to do stuff so you I would say practice is a key thing. Um, it depends how you want to play them. You you need to do play with a lot, go through deck and change a lot. It has to be a while to get um, a good deck repeatedly. And um, at first, I was just changing it, swapping it so much. Definitely my glory cards. Um, but at the moment, I'm quite happy with my deck. I'd say it's pretty good, but I can go back and still change quite a lot the cards and go right i need to change this change this um i recommend planes um and i would say play against people definitely war bands that are really difficult to fight against like profiteers or curse breakers if you do well with them you can play after war bands that are easy to play because you play hard war bands and against people who are really good that's what you want to do. It's no point playing against a really easy war band you can kill or cross quite easily or against someone who's quite new. That won't achieve you much. Right. Okay. So to summarize, I guess, um, and there's a lot of really good information in there, but you know, you're in for a rough time. So um, be prepared to lose, but make sure that when you are playing, you're practicing proper 
target prioritization. So prioritizing fighters that um, either be the most threat to you or that you can eliminate and take away actions from your opponent. And then you're mentioning also practice, right? So play against not only players of equal skill or better, but also play against warbands that are already tough for you. So once you get good at taking them down, your general matchup should be easier. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Okay. And so I guess coming down to the last question in regards to the warband stuff, um, you know, you, you've kind of hinted and how you've talked about them and how, and how you've played them in, in a pretty recent meta. So I guess with some of the new cards coming in with Hrothgorn's Man Trappers and the Worms Bat, how would you play them in the current meta? I know that you've actually went over a deck list with uh, the Agents of Sigmar, which I thought was really insightful. Uh, and we'll definitely add that in the show notes. But I guess my question is, how would you play them now? Um I will still um, outplaying them against new warbands. I would uh, like to uh, prefer to play them first, but I officially would still be aggro and try my deck out on them. And and the deck I have already now, I still will give that a try. Because um, if it's not broken, don't change it until you know it's. Uh, you need to tweet tweak it until you haven't played against a couple of the new ones then I need to treat and tweak it. Uh, but it depends. If it's a local store, then it depends what I'm going to take because sometimes I know who's going to be there, so I prepare myself. If I go to um, a store I haven't gone, I, I will take stuff that... Being, uh, obviously, this, my list now is quite all-rounder, all and that's what I will take now. Are there any cards that you see that have come with the new expansions? That you would add to your deck, or do you think uh, right I, now it's as good as good? I have got a couple on the new ones. I got Lucky Escape because that's really good to if someone hits um, Goethe and does push him back and play Snare and would kill them. That gnaws gnaws it. Um, so I got a couple of the new cards ready in there. Lucky Escape. I think I got one there. It's the Ugman Manta. The Mantle of the Ugma, uh, I this one really do like when you're in close combat as a um, in range one and you kill someone, you heal one damage. Oh, um, okay. yeah. And that um and that was really that's really good against um horde warbands. Just you run in, got get cancelled risk, hit a uh, do a kill um a ghoul, and you just heal that damage. So now that fight is inspired, but not damaged. So it's really quite useful. That makes sense. Okay. Um, what do you about amber amber bone weapons? Do you find oh, them yeah, to be I useful? Have, yeah, I took the spear. I nice. forgot to mention that. Yeah, because it's range and it's really useful. Um, but what I'm doing at this time, I'm slowly changing a lot of the nightfall cards into the beef grade cards. So um prepare myself for um the long run so when these do go my deck's not be too and uh, my deck won't fall to pieces <laughs> right no i think that makes absolute sense okay uh and so i think a lot of the cards that you've mentioned throughout this whole episode thus far are probably in your deck like keep chopping good scrap collapse um amberbone spear things like that so we'll go ahead and put your full list your 26 power uh, deck list 
uh, in the notes. So for anyone who's interested in how Tim uh, is running this deck, definitely check that out. And because the Agents of Sigmar did uh, do a deep dive into it, we won't jump too much into it today. Um, you know, I think Tim has given you enough knowledge. And uh, if you are interested in learning more about that deck in particular, uh, definitely go ahead and follow those links. Um, but Tim, uh, you know, thank you so much for sharing your insight on the Iron Skulls boys. Um, our next segment and our final one of the evening is going to be the rapid fire questions. Um, so the rapid fire questions is, um, you know, J- Jonathan and I are both fans of the Profiteers and we really like Iron Hail and his card rapid reload. Uh, and so it's kind of a bit of a play on words here where we're going to, you know, shoot some very quick questions at you. And the purpose is to just kind of tell or answer the first thing that comes to your mind. We want them to be witty. We want them to be great. And uh, we might have a special surprise in store for someone who has the best uh, rapid fire round uh, along this okay. whole series. Um, are you prepared? Yeah, I'll give it a good shot. Okay, cool. So first question, who's your favorite fighter in the game? I like, um, um, it's it's um, the leader of the Wild Hunt uh, or Escape. band. I, um, save, yes. I, I love his, the model's nice. I love his uh, his abilities, his defense dies, wounds, his movement. I think he's fantastic, and I think he's one of the best leaders out there. Okay, yeah, he's he's one of my favorites. So, good answer there. Um, so I guess this may not come as a surprise, but what's your favorite war band, and what does that say about you as a person? I, I do love my orcs. It's, um, I love my orcs with passion, and I like running up with uh, running up to people. And, rolling dice and smashing them in the face that simple (laughs) (laughs) awesome okay okay um so if you could bring any card from season one back to championship format uh which card would it be and why oh at the moment i think i'll get up um um, if i can bring one is get as it back on your feet it's when one your model goes down and um, dies and before uh, you roll a crit either roll a crit or shield they ignore the damage and stay and they can stay there uh, I really do miss that card um, it was really good against um, um, shield warbands so I, I that's a card I would like to see back so much is that the one where you have to have someone next to you so they're just yes. kind of like grabbing you back yeah. up okay yes. very cool it's not the card I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say shard gale but um, no, that is, that's a great I answer. Did not run that. Okay, okay. Um, next question: Is there a model you loved painting or have seen and can't wait to paint? And it has to be Warhammer Underworlds related. Uh, I, I really, I'm looking at all the ones I did. I really enjoyed painting the Pope and uh, the Pope and Guard. Is out all the ones I've done. I really enjoyed them, and they were really easy to do. But I really liked how they came out. It sounds really weird, but yeah, I enjoy painting them the most, quite the most. Is there a particular model in the Warband that you had the most fun painting? Oh, um, the Dust Prince. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Good one. I Very think, cool. I think he came out really well. I'm really happy with him. I'm. I would say I'm a Mika Oldia painter. But I really enjoy painting him off, and I've enjoyed, and he came out really well. Good. I'm glad the Prince of Dust is is one of the cooler models I think in that warband. Um, okay. Next question. Who is your least 
favorite Monarch. character in the game. There you go. I hate, I hate you, that troll so much. He's just <laughs> so so broken. Yeah. Well, it, not maybe not anymore, that, right? You don't see him as often. No, thank God. He was, it, ugh, I hated it. He can go two ways. I smush him to the ground, or he smushed me into the ground. It was battle. It. And my opinion is he was one of the most easy war bands to play, and you didn't need to think what what you're doing with your deck or anything. You just go in and roll dice. Uh, that's why I despise him so much. Right. Well, I know a couple people who would argue very passionately against that, but um, <laughs> I, I think you are. Uh, that's a good answer. I think Molog is one of the most hated fighters in the game, and uh, I wouldn't not say for good reason. Okay. Next question. Is there a what warband would you like to see in the future? This could be anything: mechanic, faction, style, model count, anything. What would you like I'll, to see in the future? A really just a genetic, like empire warband, like basic foot soldiers like or hang gunners. Someone, firstly, just basic Bob, um, Tom, Dick, and Harry going that and um, turning up with a handguard, uh, a swordman, a captain. That's what I would like to see, or a Betonian army uh, on foot, or even on horseback, anything like that. Um, I like the basic man, best way to put it, and I really like to see something like that, because at the moment we have, we haven't got anything like that. We've got uh, reliefers, but they're more uh, corn and same to God Swarm, but I want something like Empire or something like that, shiny armor. That's what I would like to see so much. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I know a lot of people who would agree with you. I would love to see uh, Empire or the free people as they are now. Um, and yes, hopefully, that's free. hopefully Games Workshop takes them uh, in a new direction and gives them like a new a new human race. Because right now I think it's just Stormcast. So um, and of course yeah. Cities of Sigmar, but you know newer models are always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Okay. And uh, if you could change one thing about a current warband or a card. What would it be? Um, God, uh, Carl Roban. I I would like, I would say, change Orc Warband and up, just update them. I think that'd be nice. I know I won't get that, but update them to um, agree um, to up to um, Beast Grave. So maybe one has. What couple of them are hunters or whatever, um, just I'd like to see some of the old warbands maybe saying upgrading some of the models to have to be quarries or up to uh, or up to hunters. That's what I would like to see, really. Okay, okay, cool. So maybe some hunter quarry action going on with the uh, the Iron Skulls boys. Um, mm. I'm surprised you didn't say bumping up uh, Bash and Hacker to two damage. Uh, I think that's <laughs> that, that would be my go to always. Um, but I think the Hunter Core mechanic is cool, and um, while it is a unique Beast Grave feature, it would be nice to, uh, if other warbands from previous seasons could use some of the newer uh, rules. I think that's a great idea. Okay, so last question, and this necessarily isn't rapid, but um, if people want to learn more from you or reach out to you and, and inquire about Iron Skulls Boys, where can they find you? Uh, I think the best bet is on... Um maybe i think on facebook i'm on um pages anyway um so you just put my name down i'll pop up 
and you can send me an email or it sounds really weird um i said agent sigma has um done the thing i done with their thing you can put comments underneath um on the video as well and uh, i will uh, sometimes i do go back and forth and look at them else put comments so i can look um check that as well okay awesome well um you heard it here first guys uh tim's super open to you reaching out and uh asking him about orcs so if you're interested about this warband or in fact warhammer underworlds in general um, we've got another friendly face in the community who's willing to help out and uh share some time with you um tim i just wanted to thank you again so much for your time today uh, on this episode i know that we may have gone a little bit over but i think the content was great and i think people are going to be really interested in understanding how uh, you can play orcs in this current meta and they're also going to be interested in looking at your your deck so 26 power cards is a lot and i'm looking forward to uh (laughs) digging in and seeing what what that consists of um uh, it is a very unusual deck. I think I'm only one who runs more than 22 or 24. I think I'm the, I don't know anybody else runs that much. And thank you for having me on. Um, it's re- really nice to um, get noticed and and um, um, go up in the community to know as obviously the old player. But yeah, I'm really happy about this. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think the whole point, one of the the things that Jonathan and I mentioned is we wanted to get more voices out in the community, and so. Really happy that uh, we got yours out, and you know you are the Iron Skull Boys player, and hopefully you'll be the de facto Morgox Crushes player as well when those guys come out because they look pretty cool. Mm, they do. It's going to be very interesting to see what they got and and their cards. So hopefully, what I'm hoping they do have got, that's hopefully they do. But I'll wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. That's all we can do. Well, all right, everyone, that's it for this episode. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, let us know on Facebook at Path to Glory Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Um, We're also on Podbean, where you can find the show notes for this episode and our podcast dude link directly to Spotify as well. You can also rate us on iTunes. We're there as well. Thanks for listening. And as always, we wish you the best of luck on your Path to Glory. What? (laughs) Perfect.